frustrating way to end the season with the kind of missed opportunities. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're allowed to be positive right now. Otherwise, some people, people are gonna, get people get mad at us. They get mad at us. So. Uh, Podcast here presented by the Brotherly Game. It's AJ here with it's me, Luke. It's uh, October sixth, Decision Day. So we're going to just call this our Decision Day reaction show. Technically, it's episode thirty-seven, but no one's worn thirty-seven, so Decision Day reaction is what we're just going to call this yeah, one. That's an easy, easy title. Yeah, we're too tired to find like <laughs> some stat. Really, it's been a big day. Big day. Um, so the Union lost today. To NYCFC, one to two. Um, didn't really matter, though, because even if we won, it wouldn't have mattered unless because of the Atlanta win. Atlanta right, beating yeah. New England. Yeah. So, yeah, going into the, into today, there's less to play for. The Champions League was also um, kind of like an, a possibility to, to get, um, but Seattle also won. So, yeah, we didn't get that either. So Other teams did what they were supposed to do, and yeah. unfortunately the Union were not able to do that coming down the stretch. We definitely had chances, and that's that's cool that we like had some opportunities, but it sucks that we uh, fumbled them. And Yeah, it's not like the best. The obviously, like, we're not super psyched about how the season ended. Um, there's still plenty to be positive about. Like with a home playoff game, this team, you know, broke the, our, you know, franchise record on points and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it was kind of just like, you know, a frustrating way to end the season with the kind of missed opportunities. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're allowed to be positive right now. Otherwise, some people people, are gonna, get, people get mad at us. They get mad at us. So uh, let's talk about the game. What we saw, some yeah. uh, decision day reactions. So uh, what, what what we saw today going into the playoffs. So, yes, it was like first. It off, just started. It, the we got put into like a weird situation in this game because Casper got injured in warmups, and that kind of caused a, a lot of shuffling. And I feel like that was a, a, a like low key main major cause of like our slow start to this game. And we're already out there without Bedoya. Yeah, and that's huge. But sounds like he'll be back for playoffs, which is also huge. We still don't know the extent of Casper's injury. Right. It's but we do have two weeks off or like till the game, so hopefully he that gives him enough time to be, be fully fit for that. But with him being out of the lineup, it pushed. So like the the original lineup with him supposedly in it was him and then Vooten was on the, the left wing, and Elsina was on the right wing. And I was excited to see Vooten kind of get, get in and be more involved than just being a nine up at the top. Right. I was hoping to see a lot more of him on the ball. but And, and he, he combines well with, with Casper. They have good chemistry. I mm-hmm. thought that would be an interesting look up top. Uh, but unfortunately, Casper had, had to sit out. Um, so Vooten got pushed up to the center striker. Fafa got put in to the wing. And that brought Real off the bench. He, apparently, like he was like wasn't even dressed to play. He had right, to, like yeah. put on, you know, he, he was like in street clothes. Current said in, in the post game press conference. So like, and that just like that kind of like shuffling around like last minute changes into a lineup. Like, I feel like that just throws off the whole team rhythm. Like you you have a a game plan going to this game. Things happen like last minute to change things, and that just kind of throws you off a rhythm and gets you a little uncomfortable. So yeah. I, I feel like and that um, obviously not like the only. Uh, factor to their to their slow start and poor performances game but like i feel like that's you get off to a wrong foot with that yeah so we wouldn't play the nine um i don't know i feel like so he had a close header from like two yards out which he headed down but 
Sean Johnson was like right there and made the made a save. But then other than that, he didn't really I feel like he didn't put I don't know, he wasn't really involved too much. I didn't really right. get that sense that he wanted to score goals. Like there was at least one time where I thought he should have taken a shot. He was just kind of dribbling and instead of shooting the ball, he played it out to the outside. He had like um, one decent shot in the second half from yeah. like outside the box, like one wide low. And I feel like yeah, he was trying to like combine with with Aronson and uh, like Fabian Montero, the guys in the middle, but it just really didn't amount to really much. Uh, yeah, his performance wasn't all to everything we would have wanted from him. Yeah, definitely was not the guy that I was hoping we had gotten from uh, Germany coming off, coming into the team after a really hot season playing uh, over in Germany, thinking this guy is a poacher guy who's really going to clean up chances in the box. And he really didn't seem like he was that dangerous or, uh, I just think of the sense that he wanted it that bad. Like, yeah, I, I feel I like know. he just still feels uncomfortable on this team. Yeah. Um, I feel like that also has to do with being a midseason addition. So hopefully, you know, maybe next year he's more of a, an effective player. But yeah, just this 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 game this season he hasn't really shown us much, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chronicle. You want to go? What do you want to talk? Yeah, about? let's talk. Let's, let's talk about uh, the, the NYC goals because the first one was. Just the disappointing. Just coming down the right, coming down our right side. You got Ray and El Sino. So I don't know. The, the teams can play it around Ray very easily, and, and then, it really, really doesn't help that El Sino is the is the guy in front of him because he is not super mobile. As yeah, like, he's not protecting him against that second attacker. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's also a, th- a factor with Bedoya not being on, on that field too because he Bedoya is always on the right side. He's always able to help defensively uh with with ray and and on the on the right when teams attack our right right side like he's just a very steady presence for uh defensively and he wasn't there and sometimes when ray gets beat down the outside i feel like he just turns and like doesn't sprint yeah and and i say that with seeing him in the second half when he uh he had two big defensive stops and there he was like Hustling all out, like, yeah, all out, and you could see okay, that's that's a sprint there. But sometimes I feel like he gets beat, he just kind of turns and jogs back, hoping Jack comes over. And, and Jack does an amazing job of covering that right side, but yeah, sometimes I, yeah, it's just kind of weird for a guy who's not the most technically sound to see him kind of like almost mailed in on some plays. But but I, I mean, he's he gets credit for the two big breakaway stops in the he actually the he had half. a decent. Second half, I think, like yeah. he had a, like I feel like most everyone, almost everyone had like got better throughout the game. It just didn't turn into enough. But yeah, I feel like he he actually did some decent things in the second half, not just those uh, breakaway stops. Right. Yeah. He de- he had a I feel like he had an offensive play where he got played in deep behind the line mm-hmm. and uh, played across. I forget the result. Well, it wasn't a goal, but right. Um. Yeah, so then they scored a second goal. It was an own goal. Yeah, that was just such a fluky play. It was off a uh, Montero's head. We yeah. had defenders over there. It was it was a it wasn't a shot. It was a it was supposed to be a ball into a an OSC player running to the box, and then it just Montero heads it, and it just Blake, gives a perfect yeah. flick on over like just under the bar over Blake's. Because uh, Blake reach. was coming out to gather it off. Yeah, cut off that, that pass. Yeah, it was just yeah. That's just I don't know. It's just unlucky. It's it was really really frustrating. Um, it just—it was one of those starts of the game where just there was nothing was going our way. We we couldn't get any possession in the first like twenty five thirty minutes. Um, we just couldn't. Yeah, and defensively, we looked a little lost. We were getting um, 
biting on all NYC's movements and passing abilities, and it just wasn't wasn't good. Yeah, places where we did get better though was with our press. The press was working on occasion. Yeah, we got beat at times, but at other times we we'd win the ball high up the field, and then we had right had it in good spots. But the the passing in the first half was so sloppy. Lots of giveaways, guys standing on the ball, no one telling them that a man's coming on from behind and getting his pocket picked. And then just yeah, uh, there's just a lot of times where the passes were not crisp, not to the right team, and so we kept giving it away. And sure enough, we didn't have a good half. Yeah, I, I even surprisingly saw a lot of like that kind of sloppiness and and misplaced passes from Harris. Mm-hmm. I think he had a, a kind of a a rare, a not so great game on the ball. He he made some questionable passes that. Yeah, I was wondering if he looked tired. Yeah, playing I'd, every minute this year. Uh, sure, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Curtin has said, like he's a guy that he's pretty confident that he can play every minute, and he's and he's not really worried about putting him in for every to start every game. But uh, yeah, he, he he gave away he had the turnover. His turnovers like caused the second goal. Like it, it you know, the play transpired mm-hmm. a little further down from his his, his turnover. But uh, it, it. But yeah, yeah, you we know, we were it, holding it the ball. Um, that came right after a good spell of possession from the union. And, and it kind of was, um, we were in an area where we should have potentially found the ball in a shooting position, but we never really developed the play gets kind of recycled around. And then Harris loses it around midfield and they come down and a chance doesn't get, I mean, the ball goes in the back of the net and that's, that's the margins. Yeah. Yeah. The, it was and and. We actually like ended this the first half with a little bit of momentum. Like we were starting to get some looks. Like you said, there was the win close header. Um, Fafa also had a, a close, uh, close chance. And yeah, a good it, ten to fifteen minutes of us starting to find the game. And yeah, if, I mean, push. if we got if we got a goal in that first half, it would have really changed. Like we would have been fighting to win that game. Like we could have, you know, swung the momentum back to, back on our end. And in the second, we're a, a good second half team. Like that could have. That could have been it. That could have changed the whole thing for us. Yeah, so the second half, we, we definitely dominated that half. Uh, still gave up some good chances. Um, sure. So it wasn't perfectly clean, but we we created a lot, held a lot of possession in their end. Um, yeah. But what we created, I wouldn't say it was terribly dangerous still. Um, our one goal comes off of a PK in which Ray... This, this was his shot. He took his shot and it was going to yeah. curl. It was like kind of like a left-footed ball from the top of the box, and um, it was going right into the it was upper going, It was. It was incredible. Luke has this program where he can project where Ray's shots are going, and this was the only one that's ever projected <laughs> to hit. go in the goal. <laughs> the whole arms are going off. But uh, uh, so props to the defender for sticking his hand out and blocking it. Yeah. A goal-saving, well, play, and then and then giving a PK. Yeah. So, but um. So, yeah, when uh, we we, had, we were just talking about PKs because Fafa was taken down outside the box. Tommy Smith saw, thought it was in the box, but regardless, I was asking who would take a PK. We weren't really sure who was going to take it at this point in the season. We we had troubles with that early in the year, and then I feel like it's been a while since we've had yeah, any we PKs. Yeah, we haven't had one in, since, I think, the Casper miss, right? Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Against DC, uh, at DC. Um, yeah, so, and he, I mean, he wasn't there, so he couldn't have taken it. It was basically, I feel like it was between Montero and, uh, and Fabian because Fabian got subbed in on that point, obviously, because he took it. But yeah, I was nervous, man. I was, I wasn't, you know, super confident in him stepping up just because we have been had some pretty bad luck on PKs this whole year. Yeah. But the symmetry of the year, 
uh, <laughs> really ended nicely. So, well, not nicely. Actually, the opposite of nicely. But it was symmet- pretty symmetrical. It was symmetrical. <laughs> we started the year with two losses. We ended the year with two losses. First game of the year, Fabian scores a PK. Last game of the year, Fabian scores a PK. Um, so there's That's that. That's interesting. That it, is interesting. It's, it's something. Something it's that I was thinking about, like, going to the second half and seeing that we were kind of pressing a little better or, you know, you know getting a little more, more offensive was the fact that Elsino starts the game. So in the second half, we have a lot less... Uh, I don't know. Punch. like Yeah, like off the bench, like him off the bench is such a nice card to have in the second half, mm-hmm. especially in a situation where we need we need goals. And when he starts, I mean, especially like, and I feel like Fafa is a guy like that too. He's a good bench so kind of spark mm-hmm. and he started as well. So in the second half, I was a little, little more nervous because, we, I, you know, Fabian off the bench, he has potential to do something, but we haven't really seen much of that. And, and then like after that, like, like Santos isn't, isn't even playing. So like, it's Fontana it's, brought some energy, but he's not El Senio. Right. Yeah. Our and third sub was Matt Real. Yeah. And that's just the thing. Like if we go down early, having El Senio, the, that El Senio card off the bench is, is crucial. So, so him starting is like, it's just such a big factor in like, in that regard too, not just like his fitness and all that. It didn't really, honestly, it doesn't really make sense. If you're going to play against NYC, who likes to play the ball out of the back and we want to press them. El Senio is not really the guy who is going to be good at pressing. He's right. not, not very athletic to be uh, jumping on defenders as they receive the ball. He's always kind of late to step, and then they play it right around to him. I didn't really see him being real effective in that end, whereas if they started with maybe Fabian at the 10 and Aronson outside, Fafa on the other side, then you got two speed guys outside who are going to put a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I don't mind Fafa starting because he... he he does provide a lot in that oh, end. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. I just like like uh, he just I was like looking at yeah, the bench in yeah, the second half, yeah. and I don't know. He's a guy who who is a good a, a good sub option. Yeah, but um, to segue to um with to the lineup, but like I I, I was trying to segue, but Aronson. <laughs> it's a segue. I, I, in my head, I had awkwardly that. and slowly. Yeah, I, I I tried to connect it, but I, I couldn't. But um, Aronson had a great game at the number yeah. ten. I like think, he, if he, he, I think I was thinking like he could have played that wide role, but he was way really, really influential in the center of the field. Yeah, he was good. He was active. Uh, put himself in a good spot to receive the ball. Um, had some had some crafty moments. Of course, he missed uh, two yeah, really two good, good chances. Yeah. Um, he still has times where he gets kind of pushed off the ball easily, but I mean he's a 19 year old kid playing with guys a lot older than him. Right. So that's going to happen. But yeah, the finishing is an area where. You know he's going to be working on that um, in the off season. Hopefully, get some finishing in over the next two weeks when he's training with the uh, U.S. Men's National Team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It did it seem like I? I just felt like he had a little bit more confidence today. Just I feel like maybe it was because mm-hmm. of that call up. But yeah, I mean he was he was all over, all over left, right. He was he was kind of always trying to get involved and he and found some great pockets on like to get the ball and turn and, and you know get something going. It was really, it was a really really impressive game. And so. Do you think he's our ten next year? Oh man! Oh man! That don't. That's it's tough to look that far into next year. Next year, but I think so. With Fabian probably mm-hmm. not coming back, I think he's yeah a guy we could. It, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, unless like there's a um, big a, signing or something, yeah, or no, just like a, a team that wants to sell or buy him for a couple oh, million. Yeah. Like right, that's. Right. I mean, that's kind of like number one goal with him for like for the for his sake. You know, he. he he deserves to go to a good Sultan, try his uh, 
try his luck in Europe. But right, if yeah. he does, if it doesn't happen, like I would be very confident in seeing him as their number ten next year. Yeah, I think if we we continue adding quality pieces around him and he continues to grow, and so I feel like Fontana's kind of beefed up some, and these guys as they join the pro team, there they just Real was in the midfield. Oh yeah, so like we don't like that's kind of jumping, but he I don't know if that's a thing. Like if that's we're gonna see that more going forward, but he like I guess held his own in the midfield. It was. Towards the end of the end of the game, where things are a little less organized, but yeah, I mean, at that point though, who who else do we had up on the bench? We had R.J. Allen, really, and Colin, and yeah, Joe I, Bendick. I guess that yeah, it was just interesting. Like I didn't think that would that was even an option though, him in midfield. Well, because I would even push like like Wagner up towards midfield and and have Real be the in the back because I mean Wagner's a, a good yeah, but if you're going for it, you want the legs further up the field rather That's than true. back. That's true. Um. Montero, uh, so yeah, we said Aronson was pretty decent. Um, I do feel good if he's our 10 next year, because uh, why not? Um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer Aronson at the 10 than Fabian. I, won't, I don't want us to pay him a bunch of money. So I feel like we still, we still, despite this year, signing Fabian, having Aronson, having Montero, I feel like we didn't really lock down a 10. I mean... Fabian wore 10 on his back, but it wasn't like last year where we had Dodge call and yeah. that was the 10 no matter what, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, this year, it still kind of seemed like a rotating cast of guys just kind of fitting in. And yeah. I think next year it might be cool to solidify Aronson as a 10, let him really work his craft there. And, and you kind of spread some money around him mm-hmm. that we don't pay pay Fabian or someone right. high-end like that. Yeah, and then uh, Aronson can really get good at that and become the next great 10 for the U.S. national team. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's, we're getting too positive here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Um, let's go decent. Montero had a decent game. I think he played simpler. Yeah. I think being further back next to Harris, I think he kind of is forced to not be as uh, risk-taking. Um, so I think he just kind of played some simpler balls. He he still took some chances to try and beat some guys, and, and he was successful on them, um, but wasn't overdone. And so mm-hmm. I thought I thought he had a pretty decent game. Um do you do you think we should have played a four four two? Because I was thinking like I feel like we talked about this last podcast where like I wanted to see him in a shelter role because I feel like that's where he he had a lot of success, and and he played fine I, I thought today like you said. But um, do you think a four four two would have affected the game differently? Mm, I I don't know. I think I think we'll, we'll get into Jim in the second half okay. of the episode. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like this was fine for what we had available to us and trying to go for it. Uh, we can save that for a second yeah, after we go to Jim. Yeah, okay. But let's, um, another, let's, go, uh, let's, let's go with the positive. Jack Elliott was really, really good. He was. He, he's, despite playing every minute this year, he did not look tired. Yeah. He, and, I mean, he's a center back, and so they're not running as much. Um, but, yeah, he yeah some big tackles. uh Headers, just a really clean game. Um, he's, he's, he's like what you want out of a center back, a guy that you can just rely on and you don't have to think about too much because he's just going to make the, the, the right play and be there defensively. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> uh, that was a big one. That was a big one. Um, a cool thing, because I know this kind of came into question earlier in the year, uh, but homegrown players. So two home last game of the season, Two homegrowns started the game. We ended up with three on the field at the end between Fontana, Real, and McKenzie. Um, 
of the two who started, McK- McKenzie was solid. I think he had a real quiet, nice game. Yeah, the first half, I think he fa- was a little, got a little lost positionally against when NYC was really um, connecting a lot of their passes. Okay. But he got, I feel like that's something I've seen him, something that he needs to prove on is just like, yeah, just get he gets a little lost and get, gets a little confused from more advanced movements from a, a, an opposing team's attack. Hmm. But... I think yeah, other, yeah. I think he still did have a, a pretty solid game. Yeah, second half he he definitely played well, um, and then we ended with three, and and they played well. I mean, Aronson and Mackenzie fine, uh, and then Real and Fontana just kind of came in and forced some energy. And yeah, they didn't do too much, but they were much, uh, involved. Yeah, um, I thought Fontana had a couple good connections, and he was, I th- I felt like he was really trying to be involved as much as he could. Mm-hmm. Definitely a guy who I'm glad we have and. Hopefully, can see more of. I feel like we've said that so many times, but yeah, I feel like he does have potential to, to be a, a solid MLS player. Yeah, I don't think he has. He's going to be like a guy we, we sell for to Europe for you know millions or whatever. But I think he, he does have a place in this league and on this team even. Yeah, next year we'll have another homegrown joining the mix. Uh, was it Cole Turner, right? Him and uh, Jack DeRice. Oh yeah, nice. yeah so De, DeRice. They seem to be pretty high on. He's a good like attacking midfielder. Could be interesting to uh, keep an eye out for. Oh, like a bunch of young kids running around out there. Yeah, man. be pretty good. Freaking Ajax. Ajax. Uh, <laughs> Serginho Dest. Did we talk about it? <laughs> nah. <laughs> decision uh, day, man. Keep safe. Decision focused. day. Decision day. Um, let's see. So let's let's finish up the talk about this game with Union Best, Union Worst. Who is your best oh, player on the day? I didn't think about that. You this. didn't think about it. Okay, I'll you give go you first. Um, oh, so, I, I mean, I have an obvious one. Okay. So you say you have. I'll go... You knew best. I'll, I'll just go. I'll go with the kid Aronson. I, I enjoyed watching him play. Uh, tried to keep a good eye on him and just yeah, I enjoyed watching him. That's good. Yeah, I was gonna say him, but then my next one would be um, Jack Elliott. Yeah, that was my. You word. know, he's he's just a rack in the back. I love it. A rack. Who was your worst? Um, maybe Boone. Yeah, I just think he he had, he had a he he was given a shot to you know kind of show his worth and uh, just didn't do enough. Yeah. I'm between Ray and El Sino. I just mm. think I'll, I'll, I'll there was go. never there was no El Sino moment this right. game. Like I'll he go, tr- yeah, I'll go El Sino because he yeah he yeah he got in the game and didn't really do much and we know he's better in the second half. But yeah, so he was just kind of a wasted piece today. Yeah, like he he took he had like maybe two or three good times he tried to take on a guy and get into the box, but they, yeah. they shut him down pretty well. No one really bought bit on his. Uh, his, yeah. his cuts and it just you know wasn't he wasn't super effective and Ray did have some good moments yeah so, yeah definitely so. yeah Ray yeah I wouldn't put Ray, Ray in, at the bottom there nah. all right cool <laughs> so that sums up our decision to uh, talk on NYCFC a lot of uh, good and bad going into the playoffs yeah um, we'll take a break after the break we'll talk about some more stuff and, yeah we'll uh, talk about maybe some some Jimmy Curtin stuff some I don't know we know things who we're, to root we're, for in the playoffs yeah we know who we're playing against now um yeah, let's talk. Let's just take a break and let's, then go back. Let's talk again. <laughs> All right. Bye. Hey, guys. Doopy Brothers here, presented by the Brotherly League Game. Um, thanks for listening. We're going to go over some playoff stuff now. So let's. it's decision day. It's our decision day episode. So let's talk about the playoff and Everything picture. has been decided. Every, the, decided. Basically, except for the dates, we're still waiting, which is annoying. Yeah. So about that. So NYCFC, like last week, put out their whole... This is where we're gonna. Pl- this is what baseball stadium we're in based on these different scenarios. So they figured that out based on another sport. So you're telling me like MLS couldn't figure this out beforehand. Like we we've been done games for a while now, and so two hours after the games, we still don't know what day our teams are playing. And it's like 
it's like you had to know the the scenarios that we can be going on. So we assume like Atlanta is going to be on Saturday because the Falcons play on Sunday. Yeah, I don't um, know. I think I mean like it'll be decided tonight at soon. I'd imagine. But it's, yeah, it is it's frustrating, and we we just want to know. You're right. Yeah. You. But yeah. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this by now will should know. Yeah, but this is just a general MLS complaint. Like yeah. this kind, this kind of crap, you should probably have figured out before, like the games even start. Like, right. Okay, these two teams are going to play. Let's put them on this day, and I don't know. You and me have a game that on the 20th at 9 a.m. and we got to decide if we're going to be in Pennsylvania or Virginia that morning. We'll see. Anyway, uh, so Eastern Conference playoff picture. NYCFC gets the first seed. They get the bye. That was kind of decided. Atlanta gets the second seed. They play in New England. They beat New England today 3-1. Um, and Joseph is back. And Joseph is back. So how do you feel about that game, um, the 2-7? I think, it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying that, like, like it's, we dealt with this last year. Like, you're playing the same team you just ended the season with. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I feel like that's a less fun matchup for, like, Everyone. I don't know, outside viewers, and even right. for them, too. Like, they just saw this team. Like, it makes New England feel like they have less of a chance they just lost to this team. Right. And Atlanta, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's kind of like just an annoying circumstance. But it I think it's always I, tough to beat a team twice in a row. That's true. I mean, NYCFC did it to us last year, but yeah. still. Um. So, yeah, Joseph's back. And, yeah, how do you see that game going? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I, because it's, it's not like we like watch this game in depth. So we don't know really what happened, but. I feel like Bruce Arena knows how to figure out these things, so maybe mm-hmm. he'll should throw out something different, and that game could be different. And that's who we we're going to be rooting for, for New England. Yeah, right. like that's we. That's the only chance we're getting a, a home game, and and that in the next round, if if we were to win ours, um, the next uh, matchup is Toronto, or not the next, but like the other uh, first round matchup aside from ours is Toronto and DC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of glad uh, Toronto won today, and we did, got to avoid them because they. From those like sets of teams that we could have played, they seem dan- the most dangerous to me. Yeah, um, I guess they're kind of on a hot streak. I know J- J- Josie got hurt today, and that's that's a factor if he misses that game. But yeah, they they seem like they're kind of clicking and figuring things out by now. So glad we're there on the uh, the other side. DC has had like five straight shutouts though, so there's something there maybe. But, but they they couldn't beat a nine man Cincinnati team on this day. Yeah, but Cincinnati's good. They're, they they finished. <laughs> Are they? Uh, Top top fifteen in MLS on the well in the Eastern Conference. Oh, I think they got almost as much goals as Carlos Vela <laughs> this whole year. Um, so yeah, DC. Yeah, they're 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 boring and yeah. But hopefully, one of those teams could whoever wins can muck it up against NYC and make that an interesting game. Right. Yeah, and and you could see like I, yeah, Toronto's they have playoff experience. They could figure it out if Josie's healthy. Like that's that's a dangerous team. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, maybe they could make a run and we could see them at home in the Eastern Conference Finals to go that far. But Right. So so it is cool because we, we do have specific things to root for in the other games. Uh, right. You got reasons to watch these other games, if, if even if you're just kind of a not diehard. So you want to watch New England because you want them to beat Atlanta. That way we can host that game. We want whoever wins from the Toronto and D.C. United game to beat NYCFC so that we become the highest seed. Even on the Western Conference, we're rooting against, uh, obviously, LAFC and Seattle. So, we're, we're, I mean, in the league, we're the fifth highest point total. So we only need four teams to be kind of upset. And in this kind of format where it's just one game playoff, I mean, one game, one like, uh, one game. Knockout game. Knockout, knockout game. There you go. Um, 
any of that could happen. LAFC hasn't won a playoff game before. They lost last year in the first round to right. RSL. So, and whoever they play, it's either going to be Minnesota, who's who's pretty good. I feel like they beat them this year. Could, I'm, yeah, not, yeah, I'm not yeah, positive, yeah. but Toya, I feel like that happened. Was that guy at Toya? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, that yeah, so Minnesota beat them. And the LA, team. LA Galaxy. LA beat them. They have they, their number. They haven't beat LA. So, LAFC kind of has a tough matchup. The other one is uh, Seattle's ahead of us in the overall standing. So, we were rooting against them when they played Dallas. Dallas just put up six goals on Sporting Kansas City. So, and... Yeah, so it's cool because we do have things to root for other than just the union. Winning. Yeah, like this is the first year where we're like, not just like, all right, we're in the playoffs. That's fine. Right. You we, know, we've got a chance we to can look host. ahead. Maybe we can get some, get our hopes up. Maybe, you know, get a little bit of a positive vibe going and, and, and think about this stuff. Yeah, I, d- I literally just read a tweet about someone jumping off the Positelfia train. But well, uh, I'm not surprised, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, you do you. Yeah, you do you. Uh, so, yeah, it is cool because, you know, it only takes, let's say, we need to win one, two, three games, and then we're in MLS Cup. That's not a lot of games. It's not a lot of games. Any, and like, this is uh, could this is such a random league. Anything could happen. We're we, are, guaranteed, we are not a bad team. We're guaranteed one of those three games is going to be at home. You could have all three at home if things fall the right way. Right. Um, all four. And then the fourth game, Possibly. if you make it there, there's a, there's a chance there's only two teams from the other side that would hosted over us. So basically what we're saying is get your tickets for Talon, November 10th, three keep, o'clock. Keep your schedule open. Uh, we're, we're hosting MLS cup because, uh, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Um, yeah, but it is cool. And the other thing that you got to root for at this point, other than, uh, the union, you have to root for the union. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not even talking about soccer anymore. Got to root for the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Because screw NYCFC. Hilarious. We want the Yankees to do well so that NYCFC doesn't get to play in their own stadium. They have to go play at the other baseball stadium. The other baseball stadium. Because why would you even bother looking for another soccer stadium when there's another baseball stadium around? So funny. So something. Um, and then the other matchup we haven't talked about is we're playing the Red Bull. Red Bull. Like We're going to go in a deep dive, like actual preview episode later so we're not gonna make that this whole this episode but i think it's an interesting matchup i think um red bulls like like we're not we like we aren't on a great form but red bull also aren't on the greatest form i know they beat us recently but they also just lost to montreal um today three zero before that they tied dc zero zero so they haven't scored in a couple games um we may have been the last team that scored against actually Hmm. so shouts shout out to us (laughs) but Um, but yeah, last time they came to, uh, Talon, that was, that was a fun game. We were there. Um, oh, that was, that the, was the, the, the game. game, the most magical game ever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a fun one. Um, I think it, I think this is a, is a very good matchup. Uh, just for the fact that like this could cr- like kind of push the Red Bull rivalry, like just a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like it's a controversy whether or not they're a rival or not. Like people are debate that all the time. But uh, to we to us they are right. They're a rival in our minds, and hopefully, maybe after this game, if it gets a little testy, you know, it could be a dramatic playoff game. It could, you know, push a little further into that uh, category of a, a real rivalry rivalry from both both ends. And we've had some good um, open cup matchups and knockout yeah. games with them, yeah. where where things have been very exciting, testy, and gone the distance and overtimes and stuff. So. Um, maybe we could be looking at something again like that. 
So it is, it is a fun matchup. It is fun to have a team that we could call some of a rival. Yeah. It's also a team I'm not super scared of. Um, I know they beat us, but I, I think that's a team that it, they're a much weaker Red Bull team than previous years for the, for that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 yeah, I think it's a, it's a very winnable game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I always agree. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, we'll make our winning predictions in our next episode, which will be next week. Yeah. This is all about Decision Day. Um, so let's not talk about Decision Day. Let's, uh... <laughs> we, thought we covered it a lot. Yeah, no, we, we talked the crap out of that one. Uh, so coming down the the back end of the season, the Union kind of slowed down, of course, as everyone knows. But overall, how, how do you feel about Jim Curtin's performance on the year? Um, I think... He's, I mean, he's definitely grown a whole lot as a coach. I think he's definitely, you kind of see that every year. I think this year definitely, I think he's taken to a whole nother level. I think he's a very competent coach, honestly. Um, he's made decisions that we don't always agree with, uh, like obviously with with any, any coach, but um, I think he's shown that he could be more flexible. He can trust younger guys. He can trust new guys. Like, like he put Vooten in to start this game. Even without the Sh- the Shabilko injury, like he trusted mm-hmm. him, even though he hasn't been on good form, he did the same thing with Santos in the Atlanta game. Even though he was kind of written off by by a lot of people, and Santos became a game changer. Like he really knows his team a lot. He knows how to handle these players, and um, yeah, I just I think generally he has done a very good job. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I think he's shown a lot of growth, and he's been allowed to grow. I feel like before right. he was really kind of handcuffed to the four two three one, and kind of stuck with the same formation which kind of sticks you with the same players a lot of the time one thing though is he yeah he played a lot of 4-4-2 this year but he's kind of reverted back to the 4-2-3-1 a lot for the better for worse um you had asked me earlier do i think a 4-4-2 would have been better today i really i i think with the way we started that first half i don't think it really mattered what we were playing i don't think we were up for this game whether that's on Jim or the injury to Shabilko or the players just being tired or not up for it. Um, yeah, I, I I think today we just started crappy and then uh, we just yeah, couldn't get back into it. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I do think the 4-4-2 could have been implemented in a, these past couple of games. I think definitely the Columbus game. I think I know it's a. Uh, been a relied on of uh, the four two three one has been a relied on formation against you know better teams like Atlanta and LA and, and that showed success because it's just a little more defensive lineup a little more stable but I think the four four two you can really be aggressive and against like team like Columbus and, and even today like I felt like we had an uh, we had an opportunity to maybe get be a little more aggressive and get more into the game and and we saw the pressing today work uh, when the moments that they that they uh, executed it and I feel like. Um, I know seeing that a little more would have been a little, a uh, little nicer to see from a lot of people. Yeah, I think next year I think we'll continue to see a lot of four four two. I think we'll get some different pieces in that will help. I feel like with Harris, um, sometimes the four four two kind of can become dangerous if he's not protected enough. And then also with Ray on the right, I feel like the four two three one kind of allows um, a central defender kind of to shade that way and kind of help out with defensive abilities or lack thereof sometimes on that end going up against Red Bull though I do ex- I, I think we'll play a 4-4-2 and so with that being said I'm kind of bummed that Jim wouldn't have uh used that more coming down the stretch I mean you never know who you're going to play until today but but I think it's a formation that we should have kind of 
tried to execute more often coming down the the back end. Uh, I do think we're going to play it against Red Bull, but obviously we'll Did we see. play it in the last Red Bull game at Red Bull? We started, I think we started 4-4-2, and then okay. we switched to 4-2-3-1 with Elsinio coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it ended well because of Elsinio, but the 4-4-2 I, I, wore him down. But the, uh, the away game. The away game, pff, I, that was like a week ago. I can't remember that. <laughs> Two weeks ago. I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't remember, but I yeah I do agree. I think because it's interesting. Like I don't know how the a pressing system works against a pressing team because I think that's what Red Bull are. They're also a pressing team. Mm-hmm. So I have that inner like who's counteract. I think that's kind of it'll be an interesting kind of high intensity game, and I think that that kind of game would force us to kind of be into it. And those games where we're into it and we get aggressive, I think we actually do play better and, and we have some success. So I think that would be a. a uh, interesting, good way to go. So in the game that w- the most recent Red Bull game, we did start a four-two-three-one. Okay. If, yeah, I feel like that, that sounded right because I feel like we did like sit back and we didn't we didn't press that much into my memory. So that yeah. Yeah, we we didn't play well. That we were game. very low energy in that game, and I mean, if we just just do the opposite, and we'll be fine. Wait, amen, amen. <laughs> yeah, instead of getting scored on twice, not scoring at all, if we score twice and they don't, then we should yeah. end on top. We should, we should tell someone that. Yeah. Tell Curtin that. Uh, I'll do what I can. He's a listener. <laughs> um, do you think Jim Curtin wins Coach of the Year? Uh, I doubt it just because of the way the season ended. Yeah. I, I'm, and also, like, LAFC broke, like, the season points record. Right. I think it's it's Bob Bradley's uh, trophy to win. Yeah, I agree. But, Jim, I think he's had a good year. Yeah, I it think. was, like, Almeida for a while, but they missed the playoffs in San yeah. Jose. So, that's, so maybe Jim's, like, second. Listen, that could be good. Yeah. It'd be probably a fair result. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Uh, not that there's things that matter too much. No, but, but you know, it's interesting. All right. Um, so we'll, so our next episode will be in a week. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird not ending with, with predictions. Yeah. Just going to kind of end flat. But that's what, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, decision day was... It was still fun. Still it was fun. fun. It's, it's I don't know. It's fun that all the teams are doing it at the same time, and there's I, there's things on the line. And do we, you wish so? Last week they had games from the Eastern Conference all at the same time, then Western Conference all at the same time. That's why I wish they did this yeah, year is, or for Decision Day. Yeah, I think that's a much better Decision Day because we we only got to watch one game because like many people are listening to us, you're diehard Union fans, so you got to watch one soccer game today when there were. Like forty-two games going on. Yeah, and we're and we yeah, like we're MLS fans. We'd like to watch other games too. Mm-hmm. And even if like Western Conference games don't really factor or, or like affect the unit very much, it's it's fun to watch. And it's uh, kind of is sometimes more fun to watch since there's less than the line for us. Yeah, and if if you're the the league and you want you know your viewership and fandom to grow and people to be tuning in, kind of give us more more of a window to watch mm-hmm. rather than just one four o'clock window where everyone's playing. I get the point of it. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't know. But for East and West, if you're broken into two different conferences, it doesn't really matter what happens in the West. So it's yeah. not like we would change the way our play based on how the West was doing. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's how we're going to end it. Let's just end it right there. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. See you guys.